Good afternoon, everyone. What a privilege to be speaking to you again this afternoon. Thank you, Livingstone Choir. What a beautiful time we've heard. And, and I hope all the, of the things that you've seen, um, the, uh, I, I exceptionally love the creep uh, show. Uh, if you like, call it Christian creep. I don't think creeps recognize Christians or Muslim. I think it's just creep, but it's shown on a Sunday. So perhaps... It is the version of Christian Creep, but it's a beautiful stuff. Um, if you think I care about houses, then you don't know me. Uh, I just care about the fact that we can inspire each other. If you think it's about cars, uh, then you don't know me because I think I've seen all houses and all cars seen the consummation of that so it doesn't mean anything anymore but then that brings me into what I want to discuss with you so today I may not get into the fervency or the animation of preaching I just think since I want to talk about money yeah and I hope that excites you since I want to talk about money, I think we should just talk. I think it's important for you to hear me communicate with you very clearly. I said on Thursday that Egypt is needed in the dimensions of Zion. And it would have been, if I had time, actually I do, <laughs> to speak about how Judah, Jacob, says to his family, if we don't go to Egypt now, we're going to die of hunger. I started this on Thursday. Since Joseph was in Egypt, the dimension of God was there. To ignore Egypt means Zion will enter into perils. There was no food in Judah, the place of promise. God chose Judah. Jesus is even called from the house of Judah, where it came from, you know. There was no food. And there wasn't going to be manna. They would have to go to system if they are going to survive. If you, when you get it, tell me. If they are going to survive, they will go to where Joseph had built a system for Pharaoh. And so the church must come out of the place. I was speaking to my niece yesterday. She said, I want to buy books. So she bought the books and, and snapped it and sent it to me. I said, these are Christian books. I said, yeah, Christian books. I said, you already have the Bible. She need a Christian book for. It's a waste of time and space of your mind. You have the Bible. What do you need a daily devotion now for? You have the Bible. What are you doing? There was system in Egypt. The one that Christianity, religion, the opium, told us to abandon. 
and wait on God. So these days when you hear songs, not even these days, it should always have been like that. Christian songs. Be sure it matches up with scriptures. Like this morning, they were screaming, Spirit comes, Spirit come. I was looking at them. Come where? To do what? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will. The Spirit is in you. So the person is beating themselves saying, Spirit, I said, that's what the prophet of Baal did. It doesn't mean anything. It's just excitement. Now, when you look at that on camera and you look at the person, you will think, oh, she's in the spirit. No, she's not. She's in excitement. It doesn't provoke the spirit. It doesn't mean anything. So the only thing, and when people hear me speak like this, you can say, oh, you're just being finicky, being um, pedantic. I am. I am pedantic. Why? Because our whole life depends on the word. So it cannot have just emotional interpretation. Otherwise, we'll practice religion and we'll be frustrated. I heard a friend preaching this morning and it's true. Reading Karl Marx, he reads. He reads Karl Marx because Karl Marx spoke about religion. It said the excitement of hope and illusion provided by religion and in order to keep that illusion or in order to keep religion, whichever one you intend to keep first, they will need that illusion to remain hopeful. But it doesn't make it less than an illusion. It is still an illusion. But God takes away those pages from our lives, remove religion. So that we can see God for who he really is. So if you look at the whole concept of the nation family, practicality is staying at the cutting edge of what God is doing. Because only in that reality can you find God. You won't find him in illusion. Even though illusion is necessary to keep you alive. Because if, if you go to Africa, Nigeria for example, if you take the illusion of religion away, they are left with nothing. So in order to remain hopeful, the hope that will never work, not the kind of hope P.O. was talking about last week, the one that never ends well, in order to let them stay hopeful, you give them the illusion of religion, that things will be better. So they say things like it is well. They say things like God can do all things. Yet China is doing all things and your God in Nigeria is doing nothing. I don't understand. How did we reduce God to a do-nothing God over the years since I was born in 1980? If you want to take the concept of nation development as God's act, it did nothing in Nigeria and did everything in its state called China where you can't even practice religion. There. They don't want you to mess up the mind of their kids with the fact that there's a God somewhere. So they won't allow you. 
I read Jesus. Jesus was very practical in his sayings and his doings. Jesus would say things like, you know, one day they brought a man that was, I mean, a, a, a father brought his child and that's his next generation. Now we're talking about generational seed. They, he brought his child and his child was full of demons or something like that. And the man looked at Jesus and said to Jesus, if you can, I love the way NLT or so puts it. Jesus said, if I can, Jesus said to him, all things are possible to him that believes. So if a person decides to build a nation or build the next finance world, it is possible to that person, human, that believes. All men will believe. You know, so why is that not working for Christians? They don't believe. They believe God is going to come to do it. So they say they have a lot of clinches and sayings in Nigeria or Africa. And I've asked you to reject those sayings, even if it looks like you're too finicky. Reject it because it dulls the mind. So I said to my niece, why are you reading Christian books? It dulls your mind. It makes you inactive. And then makes you in, it makes you, you're not able to bring anything to the table of human development. You're 20. Why are you reading about the revival in 1902? What is wrong with you? What's going on? You have God already. But you don't have a mind for development. When we were growing up in church, it's almost like it's a taboo to speak about money in church. Yet, we live on it daily. Yet, people go to work on it daily. Actually, let me read those scriptures since I've piled some hope. Tell me. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt. Did you see where there is grain? The grain is in the world. So when people say, when I left the world, I said, you're going to die of hunger here. When Joseph, I mean, Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons. Why do you just keep looking at each other? That's right. He continued, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there. And buy some for us. So that. We may live and not die. The grain was in Egypt because Joseph was there. He's created a system, a seed system. He made Pharaoh so much money. He was a practical king without the throne it was a spiritual man without the without the outburst of excitement or emotions i told you about joseph on thursday please go back to that sermon leave that let's go to the next scripture so i can get into today tell me quickly i'm in a hurry after this jesus traveled from about one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him. And also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Oh, actually, this is not where I wanted to go, but I, I mean, I was coming here, but since we're here, we might as well stay here. Let me just start from here. Forget the other, all things are possible to him that believes. You know that's in the Bible. In Luke chapter 8, the scripture shows us eight women who always traveled with Jesus. Eight. There were eight here. For those who study scripture, we find eight. And the Bible tells us their function. So many times, because of those who wrote the Bible, you would always find men, the apostles who were healing. I mean, we were trying to heal Peter and Co. But there was no Peter and Co. without these eight women. 
who gave to the ministry of Jesus. And it's because of these eight women that that ministry can function. That's how he raised seed. So start from verse 1 again so that we read from this other perspective. After Jesus, Jesus traveled from one town to the other. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom the of God. The twelve were with him, verse 2. And also some women who had been cured of evil spirits Mary and disease, from whom seven demons had come out. Uh -huh. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Did you see scripture defines the ministry of these women? Don't say, how did you find eight hairs? Study to show yourself approved. That's how. Plus many others, when they travel, when he moves from London to Birmingham, these eight were there. They were not prayer warriors. They were not hushers. They were not whatever else people do in church. They were people, women, who supported the ministry of this message from their own means. That's their money. They were, they were the money ladies. Just, let's just put it like that. And sometimes again, that's why I, I said I want to talk to you this morning. I wonder how the church missed this for many years. I wonder if Jesus traveled with the anointing. He traveled with money because it costs money to do these things. He had a structure that fed that ministry with resources. So when we're talking about generational giving and we're going to eat that point in a moment, I did not intend to get here first. So keep this thought in mind. The first thing that needs to change in your mind, in your life, please don't forget this. School is the biggest place of influence. School. So if I'm going to find the prosperous man, I'll check what school you went to. Look at this. I was thinking. This is me thinking about myself. And I realized that I had, let's say when I wanted to get into secondary school, I had about four schools that I could have gone to. Later in life, I'm looking back and I'm thinking. I want you to think this. You need to follow me on this. If I'd gone to that other one, my life would have taken a completely different direction. Because, and maybe more positive direction. Because, it is not just about the home I grew in. It just takes a classmate who is growing in a wrong home to change the pattern and the journey of my life. And it don't have to, it doesn't have to manifest immediately. So I look at some of the local things I know now. It's just I went to public school. Now, before you begin to say public or private, just remember that it takes another kid in your kid's private school to be attached to a cousin or a nephew who goes to a public school. And then your kid in private school will become a public guy. It takes a direction, a little twist 
in the story of our life and it goes a completely different way. Completely different. A different area. So, before I start talking about money, you, you because I keep finding out to describe to you that already at your age, many things have gone wrong. The kind of music you have access to and you have appetite for was affected depending on a school. Someone even said, you know, I didn't graduate from that school. It doesn't matter. A minute, a moment has introduced you. So you want to change your life, you've got to change your school. And it is not just... Now, I know you're not in that school anymore, but there are thoughts. You know, you still have certain friends. It doesn't matter how much pity talk about it. So you're not your person. You are the person of many people. Many ideologies. Many thoughts. Church is supposed to be a school. Like the school of, school of Tyrannus. A place where minds are altered positively. But I can't alter a person's mind positively until I take out the things that are already deposited there. And so this is why we kick against the church we met. Just this morning, they will gather in their chief place of Calcus and tell themselves, God is, can do it. 6 a.m. every morning in Nigeria, they are praying, but they don't know what they are praying for. Minds dulled out. By a drug called Christianity is a drug, an opium. Believing what God cannot do exists or does those nonsense talk bothers you because you're asking the real context of life. What does that mean? The Bible, <laughs> let me leave it. And so our schools utter our minds. We think a certain way. So you must actually truly enroll in a different school consciously in order to have different results in life. So Jesus looks at the disciples and he said, take heed to what you hear. He says, pay attention, like be careful what you hear. A, a period in our lives, have you wondered why our generations, the seeds, uh, the, the fruit rather, in our generation don't change because we have generational seed. What our parents told to our parents and told to us and told to us, our perception about life is how we chose the church we go to. Our past perception is how we chose our pastors now. So it is a seed from generation to generation and the outcome is almost predictable on most occasions so I put it on Instagram this morning and I know those who are reading that cannot understand it they will just see my shirt and say nice shirt so and that's what that is for I don't care so I said we already arrived late in the past that's too deep right we arrived late in the past. And if I can give you an example, when black communities gather, they celebrate Black History Month. In other words, we're just still catching up with the past. I said, but maybe we can have the opportunity to arrive early in the future if we stop being consumed by the present. So once you get home, 
Uh, let me break that down into your personal life. Many times you're still clocking what happened to you 10 years ago. You're arriving late in the past. If you're not consumed by the present, maybe you would have the chance to arrive early in the future. So whilst you're carrying placards and protesting about black lives, the other man, the man of the future is already creating the future. It doesn't bother anymore. And I'll get there in a minute. It doesn't bother. It's not big deal anymore to hand over companies to you. We say, you want to be black person and be CEO of this company? He hands it over to you. It doesn't matter anymore because there are now autonomous companies. Companies that can run without humans. I read, you know, Ethereum is, is it Ethereum or Ethereum? That one, sure. I heard clearly stated it is not about payment, it's about governance. We're going to talk about the money future now in a minute, but before I get there. So if you want to make a commoner, so I did a whole note and a board, which I can't share with you now, on the making of commoners. How do you make a commoner? You know commoners, right? Common people. Okay, if you want to know if you were bred raised by a commoner look at how much they listen to the news and spread it those are behaviors of commoners so if you want to raise a community of commoners there are seven things you do i can't go through the board today now why is it important to study how commoners are made so that you can exempt yourself from that by seeing the indications News consumption is number one attribute of commoners. If you are interested in a thing, if you hear about it, you go find out from the person. You actually try to meet the person. You don't live by what is said about them. But commoners do that. Now, you don't need to meet everybody that you hear in the news because it's none of your business what they do with their life. But if something is going to benefit you, if it's going to help you, if it is of your interest, you have to meet the person and research to meet them. That begins to take you out of the group of commoners. You know why I don't like studio, many people in the studio, people sleep when I'm speaking and that freaks me out. Then that makes me a freak. So please... In this studio, of course. At home, lay your bed and sleep on it. Greater force of, we'll get to Joseph in a minute. But let me read scriptures about prosperity, money. I want to start this morning with money is a defense as wisdom is. That's why I said I want to talk to you and let me start with the importance of money. You cannot defend a doctrine without money. You will compromise. No matter how much we want to be apostolic and change the world with the right message, by the time you have no money, you will have to hide something so that people can give. was talking to a pastor friend and he was talking about how pastors charge now when they go to preach in churches. And I said, well, I've come to a place where I don't know if it's right or wrong. I can't be bothered. I can't, I, I can't look into it because I can't blame the pastor. I can't blame the people. They are both empty heads. So what can I say? But he knows we won't do that. But then he says, because you have all 
or seemingly so. So as much as we can quickly say, mm, these pastors, man, this gospel, the way they are doing it, but they don't have. And now you've invited the guy to come and preach in another state. How? Money, a church that avoids to talk about money is only dancing to the tune of a fake world who resumes to work tomorrow to look for money. Or I don't know if you work for Barclays because you love the logo. You resume to add labor, whatever work you do, because you want to get money from it. So what God is going to do in the end time is to raise people who can defend this work with money because money is a defense. So number one thing that money defends for us is this doctrine. Let me tell you another thing money does. Money communicates values. Money has no value. Do you understand that? By itself, it has no value. In some days ago, some years ago, they tried to put the value of money to gold and all that. The expression of that day. But in real terms, it has no value. What is a million? What gives it value is you're holding a million and then you purchase something for it because you're saying, this is how much I'm willing to exchange for this. This is how much I value it. If we have a family, guys, if God is doing a work in our midst, we call this an apostolic move. We want to preach the truth. We want to change the world. How would we communicate this? Money is a language. It communicates a value. And until then, it has no value. So if, actually, let me read scriptures first. Tell me, where For do we start from? Ecclesiastes 7.12 Tell me For wisdom is a defense As money is a defense I'm sure you found me some more translations So for wisdom is a defense So if God gives you something Friends Will the devil try to steal it? Thank you Nathaniel Yes If God gives you a word Will Satan try to take it? Yes. What is the defense? Money. How are we going to be able to defend this work? Do you value what God is doing in this house? Have you seen PK's life change? Sam's life change? Um, 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 whoever's life change? Whoever. And you, including you watching. Will Satan want to change that story? Absolutely. What is going to defend it? For wisdom is a defense. Like money is a defense. So we had most revivers were defenseless. That's why all you see now is reading about it in a book. And I love those who wrote big books about the revivers of the past. But even they used money to print it and made money from the writing. For wisdom is a defense as money is a defense. Oh God. Again, I've told you about the power of wisdom. But it says money is just the same. 
So you neglect money, you are defenseless. No matter what doctrine we have, we're just making noise without a defense. Why? Because there will be attack on it. I want you to stay with me. I'm coming to, 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 to scriptures more and more on this. And say, well, but Pastor, you know, you're talking to young people who already are, you know, they want money. They are up and doing. No, I have to reinforce that belief because you will have faith, fake religion. People whose mind are messed up, who have tried and given up. Then they say, you know, let's church about money. How, where, if you don't speak about money in church, where should you speak about it? Because I don't know if there is any organization that asks for money more than church. You go to church, you have to give offering, you have to give tithe, you have to give this, sacrificial giving, everything you have to give. So if you then don't talk about the making of it in that church, but you're always talking about the taking of it, then that's mental. It's almost retarded. Where else should we talk about what is important? Money is a defense. But the, the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Thank you. Thank you. Another translation. The message. T tell me. Wisdom is better when it is paired with money. I love it. Message says when it is paired with money because how can you have a message? You are wise, but there's no money to spread it. Okay, then we can say when God is ready, we'll spread this message. No, that's another excuse for laziness. He said, as you see us in this church, we are apostolic. We don't care about money, but money is the root of all evil. You're screaming. Start, stop shouting. You're crazy. You're crazy. Stop. Stop. Don't disregard something you will ask for after service. I don't understand. Someone said, well, you know, money is the root of all evil. And the Bible says, and the Bible says some haven't, it said some haven't loved it, have had themselves pierced with many sorrow. So my question is, why should I be part of this psalm? No, you didn't hear me. It says, some haven't loved it. So why am I automatically part of this psalm? Because it says some. If it said all have been pierced, that's fine. It says some. Why should I be part of this psalm? So I'm saying to the bishop, apostle, whoever, you be part of the psalm, but not me. Don't tell us that they hear until I see you use money to change lives. If you can't use it, said wisdom is better when it is paired with money. Tell me. Especially if you get both <laughs> while you're still living. Oh, that's living. why you're excited to read it. Thank you, sir. Especially if you get both whilst you're still in this world. So I need you to write it somewhere in your note. Wisdom, because I'm going to give you instructions for the next five days as we enter our giving week. Wisdom is better when it is paired with money. When a wise person without money talk. Some people listen, they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But let an unwise person with money talk. You will see response. 
Now, you can then decide to be part of the party that complains about how fake the world is. People, they don't know how wise I am, but they listen to big men. You can complain or you can say, God says you can have both. God says that you can peer both. Wisdom is better when it is peered with money, especially if you have both whilst you are still living. So I pray for both for you whilst you're still living so that they don't go and have money in heaven. I like God House Mansion on earth. I appreciate the fact that in heaven there are mansions there, but we cannot do creep show there. So we need the creep show here. Yeah, Francis? We need the creep show here. If the concept and the notion of Evans Mansion is as true as they tell us, I want you to know that part of having stuff is to show off. In heaven, who do you show it off to? It's an angel that will be saying, be humble, be humble. Here on earth, we can just do our thing. Wisdom, in other words, money spreads message. That's what happened in Luke chapter 8. We found eight women which signifies new beginning. And then in Luke chapter 8, the Bible says Jesus traveled from place to place and the Bible was quickly, was quick, pardon me, to quickly say there were eight women who supported this ministry, meaning they moved about because the message Jesus carries needs those eight in order to spread. His wisdom is great, but he's talked without those eight women. The wisdom of the kingdom, the message of the kingdom is important, it's powerful, but it's not going anywhere without money. So I'm praying for 100 multi-millionaires in this house and just four billionaires. I've changed it to four. Because it, it's upon that that the message travels. It's a prophetic message, so I hope you are saying amen. And I told you what you must do is to first change your school. Everything about you must ooze possibilities. I'm not talking about God is able. Possibilities as a man first. When you rise to that, you meet God. You meet God at the end of you. You don't meet God at the beginning of you. When men have, have tried to the end of men, and they see the hand of God, not Africa asking God to do what men should do. God is looking at countries like Nigeria, praying in vigils, prayers that will never be answered. Since 1980, 41 years I am. The people prophesy and say it will be better next year. They are liars, lying to another set of liars. You know why? God is looking at them saying, instead of praying, Go and vote right leaders and vote them out. Why are you praying on what you can do? How does a person, if it's not a state of retardedness, how does a person pray on what they can do? Oh God, come and fix this road. We're just praying in this area that God fix this road. God to fix road. Jesus walked on untied roads because there was no technology to fix it. Oh God, you didn't hear. When God came to the earth, men have not advanced to build roads. So God himself 
walked on unbuilt roads from bush to bush because men have not clogged how to build roads. But long after men have done all that, you still have a nation praying, oh God, I'm traveling from A to B, protect us. God, please protect me from kidnappers, he says. Listen to me. Have you seen why he doesn't do that? So they have this illusion called hope. Next year, next tomorrow, it will happen. Because that's the only way they can be happy. They know it won't happen. I'm a testimony that it won't happen because I grew up there. These are people who say there's nothing God cannot do, like my friend said this morning. They say there's nothing God cannot do, yet you are applying for visa to run out and to go live in atheist countries. Yet you're saying there's nothing God cannot do. But you're running to atheist country where men did what they need to do. Retards, religious, religious, backward. You have their highest adulterers and fornicators just repeating, God can do this. They are repeating it. And they are happy, murderers. Now break that down to your life. And I can tell you as an African, you've been badly infected from the school you went to. Still there. So that's why a young person can hear me right now and think, yeah, but mm, I just like uh, prayer. I told my niece, why are you reading those books for? I saw one. It's called something, 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 miracle. So what miracle? You're young. Be your miracle. When you get to the end of self, you meet God, real God. Not the illusion. But until man pushes to the end, it did not cross, it did not, it, it did not pat the Red Sea from a distance. They got to the tip of the river. Then he said, Look at the rod in your hands, point it. I'll pat the river. At the end of man is where he meets God. But Africans, and including you watching me today, you have so much you can still do. But you're asking God to do it. Do you want to read another translation? Tell me, quickly. Especially if you get both while you're still living. Double protection, wisdom, and wealth. Did you see that? Oh my God, I love this. Thank you, message. Double protection, wisdom, and wealth. So again, the major thing, the, the greatest attack that hell can launch against the church and against you is attack against seed and wealth. They just need to get pastors to a place where they cannot talk about money because they are afraid of what people will say because that's the only way not to spread the message. Can you spread the message of Labour Party, Conservative Party without money? How? Yet we're supposed to spread the gospel without money. Why do you not vote? You are tired of wretched fools leading you both home and abroad including nigeria and uk you just don't you're not young people are not inspired by boris or morris no offense mrs morris you're a good morris even that you'll change the son they will change you back to change them 
It's not, you're not impressed. So even if a Christian candidate comes out, you're not looking at his religion. You're looking at his wealth. Because how we know he has wisdom is his wealth. Double protection. I'm just talking. I'm talking Bible verses. I don't have money. Oh well. St. John said this in John 1, 2. Um, Luke said, what's my business with John? There is no spread of any message. Even evil messages don't spread without money. So, if all of a sudden, music has taken the heart of our young people. Wrong music. This, that, that, that. Why? There is enough money behind it. If the gospel is not taking their heart, why? There is no money behind it. Does God not have resources? It does. But it needs people who can believe, whose mind. Because for money, you have to be focused. Focused until you see it through. Can't be complaints. Did you finish all the translation? Tell the me. voice, sir. The voice. For together, wisdom and money are alike in this. Both offer protection from life's misfortunes. So I don't know why you're going to make your own topic and talk. Money does not buy happiness. Money does not buy happiness. Money does not buy happiness. Okay. Why is that your, why is that your own logo? It does buy happiness. It may not buy complete happiness. But it buys 99.9 .9 happiness. And the remaining 1%, God will do it when he does it. Exactly. Leave it to God. But let whatever he can buy, let it buy. Psalm 100, and unless you have another translation. Psalm 112, start from verse 1. Yeah, no. told you this before. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Will find great delight in His commands. Their children will be mighty in the Did land. Did you see their generational seed? The, the, the lifetime of a wealthy person starts with finding great delight in the Word. So, let's teach ourselves how to find great delight in the Word, not in religion, not in chatting nonsense christian chatters it is well it is well it says look let me tell you something um hard truth is better than false hope when someone is saying it is well and you're saying look let me tell you it is not stop it just stop that nonsense because you're living on falsehood you're deceiving yourself Those who find great delight in the true word, not the illusion called hope, not the illusion of religion. Then it says their children, this is their seed. Their children will be mighty. This is the covenant on those who find delight. Again, if you're African or you're in African party, there's a political party called African. You already know how you raise your kids. It's not the real God. It's not the real one. It is the white Jesus or black Jesus. Those who find the light in the word is because they want to know. 
the mind of God. So what is kingdom? Actually, let me, no, not today. Anyway, the generation of the upright will be blessed, empowered to prosper. Otherwise, you will not know how does a person show that God is in their life just by singing. We've done it. They've done it again in church today. You gather, you sing, you feel the spirit. You say, ooh, you feel the spirit. You go back to work on Monday. You have a boss that does not care if you feel ooh. It doesn't care. Just say, sit down and walk. And you have to obey him. We try to spread message. Say, oh, have you witnessed to your boss? He says. So what does that mean? Meaning, have you preached to him? Say, don't try it. So the Spirit just told me to preach to my boss. Say, let me tell you as a flesh. Don't do it. Don't do it in you. Don't do it. So about this Satan, the Spirit is telling me to preach to him. I, let me tell you, the flesh, me, I represent flesh now. Don't do it. Please don't. Please don't. There is a language without words. Jesus did not say, and you will speak as my witness. He said, you will be my witnesses. Do you know what it means to be someone's witness? They will see your life. They will see the blessing and then they will ask. Then they will come. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. So how do you know those whose fathers, fathers, fathers are upright? You'll see the empowerment to prosper. Because the generational seed, the generation of the upright. So even if you're young watching me today, you're not just upright because of you. Your generation, your children, your produce to come will walk in a prosperity that started by you, advanced by them. This is the world God wants for the church because it spreads a message. Verse 3, look at this. Wealth, Wealth and riches are in their houses. Listen to me. It is not a picture of Jesus tearing down at dinner. The Lord is the unseen guest at this dinner. It said, wealth and riches are in their house. That's how you will know it is the house of the upright. Say, so I've been in your house. I've not seen the picture of Jesus. You know Jesus. You saw him. You know his picture. Wealth and riches are in their houses. Can I prophesy to all the houses in the nation family? That's why when you come to the house, a house and nation family, the first thing, and I hope you obey that because sometimes we are hard to instruct. The first thing you see is we are billionaires here. Say, so, oh, you didn't even put that Jesus is the unseen guest at this house. It's not. Wealth and riches are in their houses and their righteousness endures forever. You, did, you know, you don't understand it. The revival the church had did not endure forever. Why? Because there's no words to carry it to the next generation. So we had churches converted to mosques. Or to be a parlor like the one we went to yesterday. I hope you were saying this. How would you preach on this pulpit for God's sake? 
comedians have messed up the stage first yesterday talked about women body talked about this da 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 the pastor comes tomorrow and I, you can't blame him because he has to pay his bills but wealth and riches are not in the house so someone needs to pay for the hall and I said at least I reached the pastor because he's just clogged that look this is not church it's just what he is tomorrow people will come and say imagine in the same church they would say they say in that because I know them they say you know women cannot come on the altar without heart long scare don't just we were here yesterday night there were all kinds of women on the same altar but you see money had commanded the compromise money has said look you cannot do holiness on this altar it's earth so don't bring holiness here we will mess it up on Saturday night you can quickly have some time and I guarantee you it's the highest bidder if someone comes on Sunday morning and say listen I'm double I will double the price for some I want to run a program the church will say sir don't let us meet let me tell you we paid 40,000 pounds cash for our crossover two years ago the church there said we will not meet you paid 40 for four hour service they said don't worry we will meet at home they were they were ahead of us because if i had now it's a 40 <laughs> to come and tell you happy new year you're crazy happy new year why but it's also good because that's oppression wealth and riches no churches cannot prejudice church say look we want to use your hall pastor says um Technician, you have to stop that one more time and then I'll just stop preaching and we'll go home. Wealth and riches are in their houses and their righteousness endures forever. What carries their righteousness from one generation to the other? The wealth in that house. The, so if we're going to have an enduring righteousness, you want to teach your kids that they have to go to church. It is wealth that we preach that message to them, not Cain. All of us beaten to church have left. Forced us to church, we left. Cain does not carry unrighteousness. Threat does not carry unrighteousness. If you don't go to church, when you die, you go to hell. Say, so, yeah, that's fine. But at least on earth, I won't be in Sunday, Sunday hell. Churches are Sunday, Sunday hell. That's why when you were young at the back, you were just playing games. And the pastor was preaching because it's not inspirational. It's, it's boring. Look, we must come to a place where we can admit that pastors are boring. God is not going to slap you. It's just boring. It's not just that his sermon is boring. His look is boring. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's very boring. Wealth and riches are in their houses and their righteousness endures forever because of wealth and riches. Did you finish it? Good news, sir. Tell me. His family will be wealthy and rich uh, and he will be prosperous forever. All scriptures are God-breathed. This is scripture. So how can someone then turn around and say wealth and riches? How are you people flaunting wealth and showing riches? This is not this is not church. This is not Jesus. This is not the gospel. Then what is Jesus? What's the gospel? Rags, rags, poverty, lack. 
So let us go meet in Chelsea Abbott, Chelsea, da da gather 1,000. Say, we can't because there's no money. But there's Jesus. I used to sing a song. Oh, I didn't sing it. I've been rebellious since I was young because I listened to those songs and I said, you know what? Because we were so scared as kids and whatever they told us is what we had to believe. But for me, I'm just saying, look, Jesus, let your Jesus just come and kill me because I'm not going to sing it. Our kids were so scared. Why was it? I just thought, the first time I said it, it didn't come. It didn't kill me. Second time, two years after, nothing happened. They say, we should sing, you take the whole world and give me Jesus. You can't take the whole world and give me. Are you mad? Are you crazy? Why? Then, because why did I rebel against that song? You said, take the whole world and give me Jesus. Then I read John chapter 3 verse 16. It said, for God so loved the world that he gave Jesus to the world. So now I'm saying, take it and give me. I'm saying, but he loved it. So I've got to ask Jesus and say, what is wrong with having both the world and you? Why? Wealth and riches are in their houses. You were reading something. Tell me quickly. Did you finish it? Yes, sir. Thank you. Underline that in your Bible and begin to speak it every day. Wealth and riches are in their houses. Uprightness, righteousness without wealth means you cannot spread your righteousness. You cannot teach people about your righteousness. You're just telling them to hope for heaven. And by the way, God is a place. It's not a it's not just a person in him we live in him we breathe that's a place you're not in a person right tell me the message sir. message their children robust on the earth and the homes of the upright how blessed their houses brim with wealth and and a generosity that never runs dry. This is the legacy of the upright. This is your legacy. Don't, don't, don't feel sad or, or... People sometimes disagree with something just because that's not their experience. Your experience should not tilt the world. You tilt your experience to the world. To the world. I don't care if you are 70 or 80, you change your experience to this by continuously affirming it. You don't begin to look for scripture to dismiss it because you don't feel like it's your experience. Mark chapter 10, verse 27 and 28. Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home, or brothers or sisters, or mother or father, or children, or fields for me, and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this along with persecution and 
and in the age to come eternal life. It, it tells them if you leave one thing for the gospel, you get it a hundredfold back. So if it is money you left, you get it a hundredfold back. Then it calls it wealth with persecution because it's kingdom wealth. My emphasis here is just the fact that Jesus was on earth as a return policy or increase policy. So this is wealth. That's just my emphasis. That's all I came here to say on this scripture. One more scripture. Ephesians. Huh. I don't have the chapter or verse, but it says, Servant, be obedient to your masters, knowing that whatever good a man does. I'll wrap all this up on the one thing quickly. Because you're now saying, we are, well, pastor, I agree. Money is a defense, but how, where do I start from? Chill, give me a moment. Do you have it? Yes, Tell sir. Me. Ephesians 6, 5. Tell me. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of Just heart. as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly as, as if you were serving the Lord, not people. Verse 8. Because you know that the Lord will reward each one of you for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. Uh -huh. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Verse 7 and 8 is my stuff. Knowing, listen to this, money starts with instructions. So it talks to servant and it says, if you read that, you would, of course, if you're trained in the West, straight, or if you're human, the first thing you're thinking is, so someone will be telling me what I'll do. Someone should tell me to sit, to stand. No, God puts a reward system with servanthood. He asks them to obey as unto the Lord, knowing the word reward is where I'm going with that. Instruction is how wealth starts. As humans, it's about the school you belong to and how you get instructed in that school. Prosperity starts with instructions. So if you ask me, Peter, when you look back at most of your sons or daughters, what do you, would you wish for them most? I wish they listened to some instructions more. And earlier. It uses the height of servanthood because that will annoy a person. Some pe most people just don't like to be told what to do. So naturally you rebel and that's fine. And you should be free. However, in the school of prosperity, reward is attached to instructions. Servanthood. Second Corinthians. So that I begin to tie this up quickly. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also no, reap. No, no. Start again. Announce where you're reading from. Second Corinthians 9 verse 6. Yeah. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Did you see the word is righteousness endures forever? 
Now, scripture commands us to sow righteousness and reap mercy. So why do we work as a community? Why do we sow as a community? What God is doing on earth. These women in Luke chapter 8 funded it. They sowed righteousness. And therefore a legacy continues about their life and their family. That only ends up in prosperity, increase, finances, resources. Because that's what they sow. They've never met Jesus before. They just know the word. The noise changing lives. So to sow righteousness without spearing, to look at a message, to look at a walk. I've told you this is how we prosper in the kingdom. You look at a message, you look at a word, you decide to fund something with your life. You begin to dig the well of prosperity for your family. That's how the kingdom works. And when you're sown, you then listen to instruction because God will give you instructions. And what changes our lives, wealth-wise? Decision decides destiny. School was built to make us make decisions. We decide. Everything was shaping our mind to go towards certain line of decision. So, the guy you will marry, everything is already been set up for you before you were born. So it is not difficult to know that this girl's life will end in poverty or at best average. Because all the things she's been trained to decide, everything, she's been trained to decide. So you know how she would marry. Even if the guy did not go to the same school, they went to similar school in different countries. Because she will make decisions towards that line so what does instruction do you get into a new house a new school the decisions and i realized that many people obey decisions that sound familiar to them you did not obey because you were truly servant you obeyed because it's familiar you agree that's why you obeyed uh-uh Direction and instruction does not start until you disagree. Yet you obey. Saul found something that was more likely that God will like. He sacrificed. So he said, you know, I'm just sacrificing to God. It looks familiar to him. Waiting is not familiar to Saul. So Samuel comes and says, why did you do that? Why? He said, I just, I just sacrificed it to God. Um, Samuel looks at him and says, it's not about God. It's you. It's something that you, you feel to do it. Whoever so sparingly, for me, and people are challenging this scripture and say, you do know it's not about giving. It's, it, it didn't mention anything. It means it's about everything. It's a general principle applicable to whatever you apply it whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly i told you what sparingly means and whoever sows generously tell me will also reap generously uh-huh each, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart that's to where give. i came up with decision but you see this decision is mobilized by something 
people can make decisions and give and mobilize by their bills or whatever they, they feel is priority to them. We make decisions on giving based on a message that must spread. Because what God is committed to keeping is His message. So what makes you His messenger? The eight women who gave out of their own means. That's a messenger. So the only messenger there, I mean, Jesus is not the only messenger there because he can't go without them. So however he spreads the message is because there were eight women who were, who were wealthy plus others. So let each of you give us his decided. So that, that's why for me, I still don't think that you can prophesy to a person and based on that, they are charged to pay. I still don't think so because it's got to be decision. They didn't decide that. You decided. Not reluctantly. Or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Now let me give you these keys now so I can close. Decision decides destiny. One of the best decisions you will make in your money life is decision to overlook people's dirt. Decision to overlook the dirt in people. All precious things have dirt. You never dig out a clean gold. You see what I just said now sounds simple as if you know it already. And by the way, this is Spark Nation. If you, if you can't overlook people's dirt, you'll never be able to harness the best out of them. God does not care if Pharaoh had 300 wives in his house. Never addressed the issue. But yet God made more money for Pharaoh than all his magicians. Because it's more useful to God than the man without 300 wives. What happens in this world is we... I was listening to one of my daughters, one of your sisters. She was telling, she was telling me about her workplace and how much they like her. And the other person that works there with her from the nation. And he said one day the manager said, Hi, Pastor Toby. She told her. So it's fine. Yeah. More like she's known everybody, or he's known everybody. Then asked, How is so 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 present? And I said, But she has a lot of questions to answer. She said, He says, probably reading through internet. But this is the issue now. And this is where you must be careful. Forget the manager. That's just the manager where they sell puff, puff, and bonds. That your hand took it for the rest of it. So that's not the issue. You learn now. Look at what I learned. Then, of course, the girl explains. The other person is asking for, and he says, wow, let me tell you. He's already saying someone has a lot of questions to answer without knowing her. So I'm thinking the other stuff that you love so much is the product of her. But you don't know. So if I were you, I'll sack all these empty heads and employ from her alone. But you see, a commoner is programmed by news they will not find riches and wealth so you see why I went to you'll find out about something luckily for this manager 
is able to have a girl who can talk to her and say the whole structure of what you like why you want to employ people from nation family alone you're taking on the principle of them nation family people are the best staffs now anywhere you go in the city best because of the houses the schools because those houses are meant to be schools so you're receiving us our ideology with without knowing it's us so if I were the manager I will go to recruit there because only those set of people can work for you without thinking of money or closing time so it's clock now it's clock now that and let me tell you something nation family as we are sowing as we're giving and building this ideology eventually the whole world another thing I learned from there so they are employing you there without knowing it is you and then finding out it is you just like Esther was in the palace they didn't know she was Jew until the time came so now you find the old world will come to you so anyone that is not in this school don't embrace them even if they anger and pity doesn't mean anything it is a school it shifts us from where we're coming from and you're becoming the best without knowing wealth and riches will be in your houses but it takes this unsparing sowing to keep the message going it takes that that's why you can't be weary halfway well let me go back to decisions decision your decision to overlook dirt will make you rich someone said to me you know i'm just i just have this gift of quickly discerning people so that i know i just feel mm, not him well um let me tell you something mrs gift if you have the gift to quickly discern a person the gift should make you know how to walk with them not how to walk without it is not to dismiss it is discernment not dismissal it's to now know how to operate and get the best out of them because of 7 billion or whatever number of people in the world you will not just meet people by chance and there are times some people's time has expired in your life you must dismiss that but you don't start by dismissal and say i just want to pray for you for the gift of discernment to do what to discern to dismiss everybody from my life like you do doesn't work for anybody every precious metal oil has dirt on it so when when people have dirt and people are running away from them your best opportunity to run into them i know that if a person has dirt and is a popular debt everybody has dirt by the way yeah by the time yours is popular there's something about you that makes you known and a matter of discussion so i want to know you a retarded world runs away from everybody because they read something in newspaper how foolish that's the person I want to know. How many, how many people's wrongdoing gets into newspaper? People don't care about your wrongdoing. See how many wrong you've done. When last has it, has it been in the news? Because people don't care. Decision decides destiny. I wish I can give you more, but money itself has no value. It's a language. 
it's a medium of how to transfer value what you do with it so we decided to put value on our community that's what money means to us and all of a sudden when you look at this house you look at people that are seemingly rich continue to put that value on yourself but the core of it is not the clothes you wear people wear clothes it's who is wearing it it's the value we carry I want to give you some instructions in a minute though it's a language to say something expresses the value of human time helps the society to communicate what is of most value to them that's what money does so if you see what the government spends money on the most yeah then you see what they value the most so don't bother if they don't spend money on youth clubs or black community just don't value it that's why and nothing is going to change in that arena until we value us so whoever is able to buy this community owns it you'll be the one to subject it to servitude like Joseph did to the whole world whoever puts the value on something so sometimes we seem to be putting money on something and people are saying waste of money we're saying we're going to put value on it until we own it so we must keep putting money on our community and they can laugh they can talk all they like but you see money in our own hands if it is just to buy another house we're tired of, of that because everybody would have that but you see ownership of our community nobody right now is willing to pay for it you must until you employ everybody and it starts with the little money we have we put in value on it and showing the value we've put on it that's why we would encourage creeps in service it might have paid a million on rent i don't care it's value show that to your community be proud of that carry that don't let people say oh because you would have people say oh yeah they are showing off they are showing off people will say that if they have one tenth of that you will not rest but that value will only be on themselves so whatever what value did joseph put on egypt three years in prison three non-stop labor put value on it put value on the word our giving is putting value on the word so if a pity preaches and says guys our target this month is 300k you tell me the value of what i just said you tell me the value of three days of word six hours you tell me the value of this intelligence you tell me so if you feel well one case they're giving of oh i don't even know what to do with the money don't give because you're already telling me and i don't want to speak to you as well because i'm saying what i say is value it's supposed to be for nations and presidents simple i'm not going to diminish my value because of your feeling about god and old, old, old pastors should pastors be driving um Rolls Royce you you tell me from the value of what you hear you put value in it God told the children of Israel he said if I were your father where's my honor he 
said, what you give, what you, you trust deepens after I've spoken to you. Not you now, God speaking to the children of Israel. You can look for that scripture for me. Because otherwise, if, if I was listening to those who taught me about work of God, work with God and giving, and I thought, well, you know, I'm not sending anything. God is the one that teaches us everything. Just, the word is good, but I've just said, I, I'm not putting value on that thing. Yet, the same person puts loan value on university education, graduates without work, or graduates with first class and does not know how to make a million. But you're listening to a PT, a pastor, every week. Then you wonder why that word is not working for you because you put no value in it. It's not even sleeping when he's talking. No value. But let them tell that person, pay, use your credit card to pay for a motivational class. He's running Elter Skelter. When we speak, to, because... Whatever value you return to a thing, it gives you that value back. Someone texting me about their car being clamped. Someone that I don't know. I, I'm not there. Are people who walk in the house and they have temporary situation. I'm thinking I've not seen you, you in the house even for months. What's my that's in, in other words, PT just finished days and days. You feel that's the value it deserves. The car doesn't worth your relationship with BT. It's not that deep. You have more to receive from him than that car. Let them take it. If it's clamped, you probably don't have to have it. You're diminishing value. So the guy don't talk to you no more because he's thinking, you see the problems you're bringing to me. Do you want me to unclamp the car? You want me to talk to the belly? What exactly? You're talking to pity. You know, someone you should seek five minutes with to say, how do I run the next 10 years? Value. Our parents valued nothing. Most of them. There are some who did and they tried. May not have worked out as they hoped, but some tried. Your decision to value things. Value and celebrate those who are wealthy. Just dismiss people. Do those things. If you can control the flow of money, you can control the flow of social activities. You know, we can control social activity in this country. You know that. Where people go, where they eat, what they do, we can control. If you can control the money flow, but these are things we are asking Jesus to come and control. We are angry that unbelievers are filling up O2. But we can't control it because there's no money behind it. Then we're wondering, Jesus, why did you not come and take charge? I said, that money is the one that controls social activities. It's money. People vote their leaders based on money. I want to set you on a three-month journey of just focus. You have your money diary. That doesn't mean, you know, when people hear this, they start looking for business, they go register website, they start registering companies that will not make no money. It's focus. Money answers to focus. 
So from now on, don't allow your pastor to, to sit down with you and pray without you having two minutes of money talk. You don't have to have it to start. It doesn't matter. It can be in red. Just talk. Conversations drive a lot of things. But you see, your leader also is not talking to you about it because he knows your, your interest is somewhere else. Every day you're talking about relationship. What is the advantage of two poor people mating? Yeah, let me forget dating, mating. What's the point? What, what, do, what will they produce? Please. I repeat, mating. If you get offended, get offended. What, what's the point? It's labor. You're going to bring people upon whom you will labor again. And again. Money is a language. That's why the Bible says money answers all things. It's a language. May not be a language like English. Neither is your mathematical language is English too. It's still a language. It says something. Do you, do you have that scripture? Pastor Faith, look at me. Do you have that scripture? Yes, sir. Tell me quickly. Ecclesiastes 10.19 A feast is made for laughter. Wine makes life No, there was merry. one I asked for before this. Tell Micah 1.6 Tell me. A son honors his father and a slave his master. If I am a father, where is the honor due me? If I am a master, where is the respect due me, says the Lord Almighty. When, when God is asking for his respect and his honor, meaning let my work spread. People in church were not given, but they were prostrating for God. As if God is a Yoruba chief. You, it says, where is my honor? Where is the giving that spreads this work? Not given. But they say, hallelujah. Then they prostrate. Or kneels down. You think God cares about kneeling down when his message, his work is not spreading? Is he a Yoruba king? He's not interested in your body posture. When growing up, they say, oh, you should. Don't be worshipping God with your hands in your pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Holy Spirit came to church like uh, Moses said, come, come, come. Then the guy comes and says, oh, I'm going back. This guy's got his hand in his pocket. Doesn't care. He says, where is my honor? So I told you a crypto coin that is about, they said, we're not about payment. Payment is just a little part of what we do is governance. Imagine a world been studying what they call decentralized autonomous organizations. It's decentralized, meaning that a taxi, a cab, can get into freedom. You know how? You book him on your phone and it's a self-drive taxi. So the owner that bought it died, but you see, it can come to you it can come to you by itself. All the payment is tax, is um, road tax. He pays it by himself because it's all set up in blockchain. It's decentralized. As the white man is building that world, guess what you will do? I think it's this month or next month, Black History Month. 
when they took your great 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 grandfather who you never met or have any emotional attachment to when they took him through the banana plantation you still have placards complaining the white man says you can have the company because already we can run it an autonomous decentralized organization which means that you can have a company running a software that acts autonomously you can have a corporation with plenty shareholders with no bosses that's to advance right you'll see where i'm going with that there are no bosses but as shareholders but there's no chairman but that's what we're still looking for where black people should be chairman the white man says that's fine we're already late to the past maybe the holy ghost can dwell in us to make us arrive the future early if we're not consumed with the present or a company that has many employees but there's no boss there's no or God work there's just a decentralized system why am I saying this to you there is a future of money coming and I've been campaigning this way well now there's a future coming and God has created that allowed it for the black race to have economic power but we cannot until we get out of emotional stunts a man could have worked all his life and got into pension and then God, through knowledge, opens his eyes to these things and becomes a billionaire overnight at the age of 65. He runs a decentralized system. People who do not know anything about the new money world but have the Holy Spirit and they are willing, they are willing to yield and to research and to listen to instruction overnight becomes multi-millionaires and God is saying, things that is happening in the world is just a sign that God is about to do it much more in the church when we begin to ignore money or continuously ignore money talk down wealth talk down money talk down those who are wealthy our focus is in the wrong place you already have salvation you already have the word how are we gonna spread it money resources so imagine Texas that declared him dependence. He opens his own garage by himself. He pays all his own money through blockchain by itself. Now, the word God asked me to pray for you over the next five days for is ears that hears, eyes that sees, and tongue that speaks. Can I repeat that? These are spiritual things in money. So you are decentralized. God programs you through the word. Peter is speaking, is speaking. It decentralizes you out of the system and the control of this world. That's why I said, Masters obey. I mean, servants obey your masters. There's something now that is unseen that is controlling your, your, your world right now, tuning you. And that's why a believer cannot take their sowing life and subject it to unbelievers unbelievers saving life are you listening to me is decentralized there's an autonomous system from the word called given begins to program us and when it begins to program you is leading you towards something that's why a bit is completely autonomous decentralized that's why when i sit and begin to speak the word yes i may not know where it's coming from because there's a system a blockchain system in the realm of the spirit and you see that system is not for me it's to program you and so how do you get blessed in this world when it programs your giving 
you obey the autonomous decentralized system you can't subject that to this world so not every instruction I give will I understand don't need to understand it there's a spirit so you see I've given you the independence of that text why will God allow that to happen through technology to show you when he talks about the man of the spirit he says so is the man born of the spirit you don't know what is up to you don't know the things that is up to there's something controlling him now they brought it to practical terms and they call it blockchain but the man of the spirit is the first blockchain man he, he pays for things. Ah, how do I put this now? He pays for things without money. He, there's a spiritual atmosphere. I don't have time to get into this autonomous, decentralized system for Joseph. That's what Iran, when Iran, the food city, the food city was built on the blockchain system. Huh. On Thursday, I will get there, but I won't get there if I don't see give, if I don't see your giving. I will not, I will not share it. I refuse. It's too much value for 100k given. 200k. Imagine one million people just give 100k. How? It's too expensive. I studied the food city of Joseph. Blockchain technology decentralized because otherwise, how is he able to preserve food? Seven years non-rotten seven years without the advancement of today's world a spirit so you know what happens to you as a believer you have this decentralized system but you also you have the word system so you imagine both and it's not going to work this taxi pays its bills by itself everything has been linked and I don't know much I don't know nothing about blockchain by the way so those who know Pio and Co will bear me witness or disapprove of me everything it does is paid for Jesus ran this system hence why a fish can bring gold these fishes or fish walk to the place of God without knowing what they are doing but the man of the earth has enough eyes to see mouths to speak ears to hear and how did this happen Jesus could see the fish from a distance with gold in his mouth and he could see where it would bring the gold to but there was a need there was tax to pay the man of instruction was Peter that's why Peter is the new church it's a God church of gold so he says to Peter go to the river and get a fish if you get the fish where you were putting value you remember Peter used to catch fish right he bought nets he put value in the sea where you were putting value now put instruction I said now where you are putting value now put instruction that means that someone just earned the money and said you know I'm going to invest this and instruction says no you're sowing it it was putting value in instruction in, in investment because it thinks that if it puts money there then it will make more money but instruction comes and say put instruction there not value now because money has no need without value it has no meaning without value so sometimes instead of putting money in investment it said put it in instruction because instruction is your value now you've come to the kingdom to say I value instruction more than investment so the greatest investment of a believer is instruction you invest in instruction and if your instructor becomes dull of hearing you are in trouble are you listening to me tonight and I want to stop yet there is a flow from my decentralized system are you listening to me this afternoon 
it will make you rich it will make you extremely wealthy that's what i hear god saying and that's what i'm delivering to you so be unapologetic about money don't let no pastor no preach no preacher no priest tell you against money because that is how righteousness endures otherwise churches die instructions from the spirit of God from the spirit that is beyond this earth it can make a person reach at, reach at whatever age it doesn't matter how much you've labored till now sometimes we've said it before it takes you to zero because it wants to decentralize you right now it is the money you have that tells you what to do that is not an autonomous system that's not spiritual you now tell your money what to do put value on instruction sewing is just putting value on instruction he said, let therefore those who are taught the word communicate in all good things. Do you have that scripture? It says communicate. Speak in all good things with their instructor, with their teacher. That's why we give. We're not just given to make a pastorate. The word is given to make a pastorate. Let those who are taught communicate. That means giving is speaking. Don't have to start talking. I appreciate you. It's good. But given the value talks, I need that scripture. I love when Paul writes, his writing is so deep because look, he, they interpreted this scripture from Greek to English. Some things are missing. It calls it communication. I never knew money is communication, it's a language. You're saying something. Read this thing now. Galatians 6 6. Tell me quickly. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him. KJV. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Things, things. The word they've been things, good things. Resources. So let him communicate. So if you're taught the word, how do you speak back to the person that teaches you? Sir. That's a powerful word. Just bless me, sir. Communicate in all good things. That's how you relate to your family heads too. Those who are teaching you the word. Communicate in all good things. Uh huh. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It goes back. It uses the word sowing after communicating. A monthly seed, weekly seed, daily seed is a talk. Every target will just said something. You've preached, you've done this, this is what we are saying back. Anyone who thinks and practices like that cannot be poor. It's impossible. Because there's communication. Then God releases more words for you to be taught. What does it take for you to be rich? What does it take for you to build a new life? A creative word to create your word. Where did I start with? I said school. What do you do in school? Taught. This is why you can't, you can't detach what I started with from what we end with. It said, let him who is taught the word. The word is a school. It takes you out of the school you went to and all the ideology of life. It now brings you into this school and then it teaches you. Then that's why I said, let him who is taught communicate in all good things with he that teaches he said do not be deceived meaning don't let anybody tell you otherwise what you put back into what teaches you is what you reap don't be deceived 
don't let anyone tell you well if you don't have you can't give just just um just just pray and say hallelujah just just sow the seed of prayer into Peter's life he said no don't be deceived it will not work whatever if you sow the seed of prayer many people will be praying for you and you see the problem with prayer is if it will be answered it's God who decides that do not be deceived God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows so if we read Corinthians and someone says it's not about money whatsoever you sow and say I just sow forgiveness that's fine keep offending people and so that more people can forgive you more forgiveness more money resources wealth to spread the message you see you have the next 30 days focus on money through the spirit of God there's there's a difference between you focusing on money and unbelievers focusing on money yes is to buy clothes you have clothes already yes is to spread a message but let, let me stop with this scripture because I don't want you to forget it so ask yourself this morning what school are you in we grew up in systems that taught us it's fine to loan money to get certificates that is useless to us and nothing wrong with that but after education then a greater education and say, so why am I not seeing the blessing like every other person? You come to this school, but you don't pay the price of this school. So yes, you hang around in a private school, but you just listen through windows. I'm just thinking, and you can dismiss my thought. If Peter was to have a normal school, would it be public or private, expensive or inexpensive? think it will be expensive therefore let him that is thought so when I went to the school of the people we give to or the ministries we give to it's actually a school I sit down and listen to them until my own mind I remember when we first enrolled in that school I was less than a kitchen porter I was given every week but I'll make sure I listen to that word all night or all day and pray all day or all night. Just listening until there's a permanent shift in my mind. And guess what? When we graduated, we got employed. God brought more people that I can teach to. And their value to communicate back kept increasing. When we graduate to the stage of teaching billionaires, the certificate will be there. It is not you shouting at God, bless me. No. You're in a school. You go from primary one to two, two to three. You're graduating. And your employment chances increase. So don't go home frustrated. Look at your leader. And look, the reason why there are conversations we won't have anymore is what you're saying is beneath pity now. I want to solve it. It's just... What are you talking about? Peace Sam still calling. Man, peace Sam comes to me and says, ah, it's, just, it's just my mom, the way she's pressuring me about Spark Nation. Sam, looking at him, saying you still have a mom after all this while. Why? There are problems that don't match up. You're devaluing what you should get better value from. So I told a church member talking about his pastor, I said, you keep looking for this counseling. You're diminishing what you can get. You've been doing it for years. There's a greater value in your teacher. 
God communicating good things, not just your bad story. Let him that is thought communicating all good things with him that teaches him and rule in this new school. It is. It does not regard what nation you're watching from. You can be in this school of spark from Ghana, from Nigeria, in poor economy. The school is how you will change that environment. We spent too long in the church school and it brought us nothing. Religion. What does creativity mean? Create. Look, people say creative. Cre and I've told you creator. What does it mean? Creatives are people who merge two things that have no business of being together together. That's create. Do you understand? So look at the whole of Spark Nation. Look at Paul's. A doctor a man with a PK is creative. Spark Nation is a hard work. Creatives are people who put two things that, are, that have no business together and merge them together. If you look at all the family heads, most of them, a dummy has no business, may never meet PK in his life. Huh? And PK will have no business meeting a dummy. We're in a restaurant and a guy saw PK and said, CK, and he came to me to share testimony. So I said, okay. The guy said, um, you see PK, right? CK. I said, yeah. He said, one day I just got a call saying, give me the money or I'll shoot you dead. I said, wow. Are we saved here? That's testimony the guy sharing. He said, and I just gave him. He said, from that day, he turned us all into drug dealers. He said, before we met PK, we were carrying knives. After, his guns. So wow. It's a powerful testimony. He said his life changed from God. He changed our life, recruited us. And I gave him the money. He said, so anytime I hear his call, even till now, my heart goes, boom. He said, but I know you have a great hand in changing his life. I've seen the man he's become changed. We're just talking about hard work. So imagine God sitting in heaven and he takes a Miriam, a PK, a P.O.B., plus a dummy, and he's working a hard work called Spark Nation. And for him, he's looking at you this afternoon and it's just beauty. He's just seeing his hard work. He's a creator. And gather church kids and church aunties and say, we're worshiping God. God says, this is not hard work. This school pleases God. So all the givers in this school pleases God. The character of a pity himself is at work. God looks at a pity and he just laughs. Those who empower that at work will be the future money people. I lie not in the Holy Spirit. God has shown me a new money world. It will happen in less than 10 years. But what God has asked me to campaign for through this year, 2023, 2024, is to continuously speak and hammer in that there's a new word coming. And this time around, our community, one, the church, two, our race should not miss out of it because if you miss out of this, you've missed out of everything. Shift your focus, get into this school, and this is how you change your life and let him that, and you, you'll be funny to think I'm looking for seed. That's what I'm teaching about communication no way can't it's too late for me to do that not asking the public to give me anything it's too late if i have to wait for you to do that i'm finished it's him i understand fish and gold but that story will be true about you as well wealth and riches now i can start saying amen wealth and riches will be in your house as we enter the next five days of giving 
we're going to make this the most radical giving ever ever we we are declaring something and if you're part of the public you can't give to spark you know that as well it's not public we can't do public stuff god will increase you now don't don't watch other people running and run after them god has a dimension of road for you wealth and riches will be in love house wealth and riches will be in gold house wealth and riches will be in gold tower wealth and riches will be in recruitment house wealth and riches will be in boom house wealth and riches will be in inspire house wealth and riches will be in all the houses wealth and riches will be in your own house so that this righteousness can endure forever now i hope this school is changing your mind wherever you are don't wait don't be a beggar wherever you see give away run from it When you've watched P.O.'s creep, or Pastor Emma doing the creep thing, remove every out of jealousy from you. Because the moment you're entertaining it, one minute, because some of you are watching, saying, the moment you're doing it, guess what is happening? Every minute, your account is going minus. They just removed a million from your future. Sit there and say, and he holds me, and he holds me 100 pounds, so he's not paid me, look at their house. Another hundred million just left your account in the future. Everything going. And guess where it goes to? It goes to the one that is boasting in God. Get jealous. When religious people get jealous, then they will say, Why? You can, even, you can show it, but not in church. Not in church. What should I be showing in church? Bible verses. Have you seen Jesus run a church service and open to, to Jeremiah chapter 9? In Jesus' services. In his services, he gave parables. Can I tell you one of his parables? The shrewd servant. Those are his sermon in his services. Don't watch that and start talking spiritual jargons. I don't know if they will show Lubitin, not in church. Where should we show it? In your weddings? Poor people's wedding? You think we think you are rich in your wedding? We know you are not rich. The puff, puff servant start running after you after, after the day of the wedding, asking you to pay for rice. That's where we should show our loops. It's in the house of God. So we inspire ourselves towards riches. Well, riches and wealth will be in the house of royalty. That's what I need you to go sit on from today. So when your mobilizers come to you this weekend, they are saying, let's communicate something back to the world. Don't sit there and say, why did they not invite me for leaders conference? Why should they? Just go get the tape. That's what you get. Don't build a life, inner life of complaint. Don't build an inner life of complaint. Build an inner life of victory. Don't follow any superstars that tell I mean, let me just leave those ones for today. Be inspired by inspirational people. Let him that is taught. So, Spark Nation is a new school of creativity and wealth. So, maybe what you want to do is Spark Nation definition new school, creativity and wealth. Don't look at yourself today and say, Boy, I have nothing. Let me tell you, if you've got you and this confidence, you've got this school, you've got everything. Go open a money diary. 
So it's your monetary and your Bible. One say, well, you know, this kind of word can make people not pray or study anymore. How? Exactly how? I've just given you about seven scriptures. I've not read one thing to you from Toby's book or psychology book. It's your scripture, your Bible. It's our next five days of giving. Wealth and riches will be in their house. So we're declaring that no single national will be without seed. That's what we're declaring. Not a single one. It doesn't matter how much or how less. Not one. Everyone declaring. Self-mobilized. As we know in our giving, we're saying something. That's right. Spark Nation School of Creativity. The definition of Spark Nation from now. Creativity and wealth. That's the definition. So when people say, what is Spark Nation? You say creativity and wealth. That's our definition. Spark Nation family. Def define, so define Spark Nation. Creativity. Hard work. The merging of people and things that have no business together. Normally, black community have no business in community. We just call it community for namesake. So you form the community. The young black people in UK have no business in wealth. Unless you're a footballer. And that's not even wealth. Unless you're a rapper. And that's not wealth. Let's, let's be truthful to ourselves. You formed a new school. Creativity and wealth. By the word. That's what we do. What are you saying, Living Stone? to establish his, his covenant. Oh, 
also don't be don't, don't think it's too late because you can start um, developing theories just because you look at your age and think oh well you know you young people have time you know when old people say I like what you're doing you're changing the mindset of the young what, your own mindset is fine Papa you, you, you're okay with this mindset Jimmy you're changing the mindset of the young are you old if you're old are you ready to die no man at whatever age you clock something, you run with it. Just don't start doing um, old people's advice stuff. Don't be advisory board. Once they start putting you on an advisory board, that means it's finished. God is able when you're ready. So don't be afraid of wealth. And don't be afraid to... So again, the prayer I'm praying for you this afternoon, ears that hear eyes that see and mouth that speak the ear will hear instructions do you know how many people have sent to go to the river and get a fish figuratively speaking they take the net and think no not not the river let me just let me go to the fish mongers and they did bring back fish but there was no gold in the mouth talking about leaders maybe in the past because halfway they just discovered that they have their own brain I said, yeah, PT said that, but um, I thank God for PT. It's changed my life, you know, but fishmongers. So they did bring back fish. But then I said, where is the gold in the mouth of the fish? There's no gold. They went fishmongers. Then they say, or oh, they imply the sacrifice that it took me to pay for this fish. No, in the ocean is free. I know where I sent you. Where did you go? The Lord give you ears that hear, eyes that see, and mouth that speak is not afraid to declare. Don't fear people's jealousy because you're speaking what is real to you in your spirit. I'm blessed. I'm rich. I have. They say, well, if you have money, pay me what you owe me. Well, I will. I'm just saying about you. But don't shut my mouth because if you let me shut my mouth, then that's the way not to pay you because nothing will come eyes that see God will raise you as inspiration in this city your rappers your athletes they are not inspiration you have athletes talking rubbish about poverty oh it's so expensive to live in London oh um, you can save money by da, 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 da. that's why we're not inspired that's why we get beaten inspiration people that can stand up tall pronounce the name of God that you say you serve and win but no one will do it but you you have the boldness from those who work in restaurants as cleaners or as servants or whatever you carry yourself as multi-millionaires because you have principles and values and you know where you put your money into is in a house of value. You belong to a school. So if you have to serve food to maintain to be in that school, so be it. Because when you graduate, you will own the places you once walked. And God wants me to tell you tonight that a time is coming. You're, you're listening to me today and it looks as if you have nothing. You're actually, you, you don't have money. 
but in years to come you will remember what I'm saying for good because God would have made you wealthy on every side money being number one of the world today God will perfect this word in your life if you accept it some people in their heart reject the word and say amen with your mouth but as you accept this God will use you let's say I want to go to China to preach I said don't go to China you have no money they'll kill you go there to bring economic solution and see how God uses that so we don't have to copy what we see in Christian books on internet don't do it God wired you differently change the world you can change your own industry the wisdom of God is on you so I pray for you today ears that hear mouth that speak and eyes that see I put that upon you in this given week may the Lord strengthen you go and tear your complaints book and begin to speak like because if you complain from now till next year nothing is going to change it doesn't matter who you complain to have a whole world in front of you let's declare God's name today and declare with boldness and begin to declare what your own finances this week is like so I'm praying for financial understanding ideas that birth miracles I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus it is a spirit of fear that holds people back from sowing as well I rebuke it in Jesus name listen let me close with this I'm not against tithe and offering it's just not my thing so I don't believe a Christian needs to tithe and offer whatever that means it's just not my thing but that doesn't also mean that those who practice it are wrong that's what their faith that's the measure of their faith so you'll never see spark nation say where's your tithe and offering wealth and riches will be so much in your house that you'll be able to give God 95% and 5% will still be millions for you that's what I'm trusting God to do in your life and that's what is going to happen so if there are 8 women watching the Luke chapter 8 women I want to pray for you as well all the fields you allow transportation for a message you will not be poor God will supply you beyond what you can dream of. So I'm committing you to God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever hope or think of according to the power that works in you. That when you look around and it seems as if how will this be? The angel will reply you and say, just believe. There are decentralized autonomous situations going on in your life and it will perfect you and bring you to riches God will raise you in this nation nation as the first set of young people that love the Lord Jesus Christ without hiding it and that live in this color of skin but are very rich and pronounce the name of God that is what God is gonna do in your life for some it will start now, for some it will start in years to come. But you will never forget this sermon. Today God establishes a covenant of money with you. Blessed will you be when you go out and blessed will you be when you come in. The Lord will cause your needing boat to increase. You will increase on every side. Many of you will 
bring your families either they agree with you in nation family or not today but you will bring them out of poverty and families that are comfortable you will show them the next level of wealth like joseph did to jacob and did to pharaoh god's covenant of wealth will be upon you you your appearance will ooze wealth and riches so it is today i open the giving line we can begin to give from today and God will bless you on every side. You, you already know, we give like a secret society. You know that. So I'm not speaking to Spark Church. I'm not speaking to charity, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about no charity stuff. I'm not a charity man. I'm too expensive for charity. I'm talking to faith people. Increase. I'm not going to stop until everything I've been, I've been poured out. So I just hear God say, it's just blessed. God will surprise, it will open doors for you. As you're pushing as men, don't forget, at the end of men, you see the hand of God. There are people watching that are programmed to change nations. God's wisdom will rest upon you to change nations, influence policies. That's the call of God over your life. I don't care what your age is. Moses started at 80. All you need to do is to take those old religious church things out of your mind. Break, if, if you still use oil or anchor, throw those things away. They are from hell. It's an illusion of hope. It's a lie. It's not going to do anything. It's never done anything. The oil is in you. He that believes out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So from you will emanate new creation, new industry, companies. God will give you wisdom by which you will take the earth. And it doesn't matter how bad your present or your past is. Joseph's gift superseded his controversy. Joseph's gift superseded his allegations. The power of the gift he carried was too much for any allegations or any wrong recorded against his name or his credit rating. His gift was too powerful to be held back. That's what I speak over your life today. Increase on every side. In the name of Jesus, mighty is our God. And I'll stop here today. I love you all.